Med Family is a show about a family journeying through medical school with kids and navigating married life. Tag along to see how we got here and where this journey is taking us. Hello, welcome to our podcast, Med Family. I am the host, Eric Acker, with Karen Acker. This week, we have a special episode with Matthew Ferrer and his significant other, Alyssa Espinoza. Matthew has been a student at Trinity for about as long as I have been a student. He comes from the state of California and is currently doing clinical rotations here in Georgia. We're going to kind of get into most of his clinical life and clinical history and um, what he likes, what's been going good, what's what he would do differently. And we're also going to talk to his significant other to try to get some insight as how they make the relationships work with being in medical school. So I hope you guys enjoy this episode. And again, we're very thankful to have these two guests. So Matt is third year. He's just about done uh, in our school. And Alyssa, you are girlfriend? Yes. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, she is my girlfriend. Okay. Well, how did you guys... I know Karen already blew through all the substance before we started. Um, Oh, we went through the script already. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) So, I guess, how did you guys meet? Well, I see it was probably after the first term of this school year. Came back home. It was Christmas break. I met her on a dating website. Well, dating app Bumble. No. Hinge. Oh, my God. Hinge. (laughs) I met her on Hinge, and basically I asked her out. Our first date was to a Laker game. And then since then, literally after the first date, I was like, hey, are you free tomorrow? Can we hang out again? And then since then, we've just been kind of inseparable. So you, you deleted the hinge app? Or oh. Or... Well, <laughs> multiple, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> yes, those both were deleted. But I did find out that one of them, or actually both of them, if they're successful, you get like a present. So I was trying to claim this present. No success. No success? No success. I think it happens when we get married. Well, soon to be. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> One step at a time, I guess. <laughs> so you guys were you were on I was on the island for one term. One term, okay. And then after that term, she came out and visited me for about a week. Yeah, for about a week and then after that COVID hit. So then we all went back home. Okay, so one week on the island. How how did you feel like the island was? And what was your impression of Saint Vincent's? Very different than California. (laughs) I had never been out of the country before, so that was my very first time going out of the country. One of my very first times going on a plane. So I just was like, let me go see him. I'm going to show up. And yeah, it was was different. I was not expecting it. I took one a ride on that, what did they call them? Oh, the H-Vans? The H-Vans. I never did that. I didn't want to take my life in my hand. Oh yeah, I felt I went <laughs> flinging across it at one point. I was not expecting that. And she had like a, a random kid on her, oh, some yeah. grocery like bags, some babies. and then all you hear is boom, 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 boom. Literally all you hear. You can hear that from from any of the houses along the street too. Yeah. It's, yeah. Were you guys just coming? Like, is that just the trip from the airport to the canal? Like, that was your opening salvo. 
it's a vast different from like U.S. schools where you wait months and months and months to get a response. And I think by the time we applied and by the time we got a response, it was less than a month. Yeah, it was. And we were interviewed within a couple weeks. So I'm hesitant to ask this question, but why did you choose Trinity? <laughs> I mean, he knows why I'm hesitant to ask this question. And we can always edit it out if we, uh, if, we don't, if we don't like it. Because it didn't require an essay. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think I kind of wanted like the more intimate, less class size, more one-to-one -one teacher time. So I went to Trinity instead, oh, okay. even though I'd never heard of the island. You just got an email and you just went with it, or? Well, yeah, I kind of just applied and then I think I got like an email within like, like you said, like within a week or two and then like, oh, do you want to interview? I was like, sure, okay. <laughs> Classically just upper half with the suit and then <laughs> the, the, the shorts on the bottom. I think I got the interview and then a week later they're like, okay, you're, you're good to go. I was like, okay, it looks like I'm going. Did, <clears throat> did you do like US cycles at all or no? Yeah, I took a year. I applied, so I graduated 2016, did, tried applying for the 2017 and for US med schools, got denied everywhere, RIP. <laughs> <laughs> so then I was like, you know what? I don't want to wait anymore. Like it's either waste more money and try to apply for US school or just just go to a Caribbean school. So that's, that's how I went. Okay, yeah, yeah. We, I mean, we did two cycles and it was kind of the same, like, yeah. same grind of, Sending out a ton of applications, hoping, waiting for responses, mm -hmm. and getting the slow trickle of rejection letters. <laughs> like honestly, I got excited when, so I, I'm the only one in my family that has gone to medical school, so I don't know like the whole path. So when I applied first applied to medical school, I was like, oh my god, I got an, I got a reply back for like the med secondaries. Oh. But ended up finding out everyone gets a secondary, and it's yes. like you just have to, it's more essays to write. And it's like, oh crap. <laughs> Right, that's rough. Yeah, <laughs> more money to fork out, some mm -hmm. more essays. Yeah, and it's been it's been good. So, island life. Did you did you like? Being I enjoyed on? the island. Well, originally when I was there, obviously it was different. So overall, when I was on the island, I missed home. I missed like all the food. Um, but being kind of independent, I did enjoy the culture. Obviously, I missed having the ease of access of driving a car. <laughs> but you know now that I'm here and looking back it's like man I miss the island because after I moved out of that first apartment I moved right across like on the on the bay of um, right across street from Blue Lagoon like right across where all the boats are at so I lived in a, a pretty nice apartment and my balcony had a it was next to Kanash oh, okay. but it was it was in a part of the school it was a private owned oh okay it was called the Blue Lagoon Cottages. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but, oh my god, what is that called out there that you have? Hammock? Yes, I had a hammock on the balcony, um, and like our balcony was literally overhang, like underneath us was the water. And we had a view of the marina, and it was really nice. Oh, so, nice. Good. I missed that aspect, but overall, like the first apartment, not so much. <laughs> was medical school what you expected? Yeah. What would you, what would you have done differently? I, for the first two years, we're getting to like clinicals later. First years, what have I done differently? Uh, if anything, probably adventure out more. Like I never did the hike at the volcano. Oh, okay. I've, I've been to Beckway, but just like being, because I felt like when I was on the island, I'm just like so focused on school. I was like, you know, school, school, school. I gotta study for this exam, 
when I could have been like, you know what, I, I deserve a day off. I can go go hike the volcano or go do something. So I do take those adventures for granted. But differently school-wise, try harder. Score 1%, 2% higher. <laughs> I think everybody like switched Everyone up their study plans sometime within that first year. Yeah. So we didn't do the volcano either. I kind of no. wish we would have been able to, especially after before it blew, because mm -hmm. now it's not gonna look the same. <laughs> but would you go back? One hundred percent. I already to Saint Vincent. Mm -hmm. Okay. So yeah, I would hundred percent. Because some people were like, "Oh yeah, I'll go back to the Caribbean." <laughs> no, one hundred percent go back to the Caribbean. Man, I can't remember any of like the restaurants or the that we've been to. But no, I made some great connections there on the islands, like with the locals and. I would definitely 100% go back. I would need a car. <laughs> <laughs> not, not an H-man anymore? Not an H-man. I wouldn't be like a local. Would you go back? I don't know. For a vacation? I don't know. I, I think like Beckway is a great vacation spot, but the main island is more like everyone's doing their, like everyone's doing their business, right? Mm -hmm. Like there's like, it's not really a touristy main island. So I'm not sure if we would go back to the main island, maybe to visit like our old landlord and yeah. a few people. Our landlord was pretty great. Yeah, that was good because, uh, we, we, that was one of the things that we worked out before we got to the island and some of the students helped us set up because like a, two weeks before we got an email kind of from the school saying, hey, we don't really have a spot for four kids and two mm -hmm. adults. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you might need to find your own place. To, Situation. <laughs> yeah. So like, okay, good. We already got that figured out. So how'd you guys set that up? So Heather Dill, mm -hmm. um, so she, yeah. she was living with this landlord and so she was leaving. So kind of as they were leaving, we were taking their stuff. Okay. So we took their car, uh, we, <laughs> we took their, their residence. Yeah. So it, uh, it worked out pretty good. And it was this really nice guy who worked kind of in the government. So it kind of just helped make things Smooth easier. Smooth the waters. So mm -hmm. like getting the car registered or yeah, registering and insured the car. and all that stuff was fairly easy. Navigating traffic police, you know. <laughs> Driving on the opposite side of the road. Yeah. That was, yeah. That was and I remember day one, he took me in, into the car. Like, okay, we're going to drive to the, the little tiny grocery store, like a Minute Mart looking thing. And it was like, and it was like a, only two blocks away, but it was like half the time was on the wrong side of the road. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It was it was good. I don't know. I, I, we have to think long and hard. Maybe just us going back. It's hard to take. I feel like kids. It was hard on the island for kids. Oh, I, I agree with that. Just because it, there wasn't a lot of space for them to run and play. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. So I guess fast forward. Step one, fifth term. Step one, sixth term. Mm -hmm. How how you did that in California since the pandemic came? Was it California or somewhere mm -hmm. else? I did back in California. What did you do? What did you oh. study for step? How did you study for step one? Oh man. Well, for me, so okay. Biggest one was CBSE. That took me two times. First time I was like not even prepared for this. Cause I remember they had the practice exam and I was just like, nope. But uh, did I take step one in California? No, you didn't. No, I, I originally was planning to take step one, I think July time of whatever year it was. But by that time I was like, you know what? I can't focus at home. Um, my mom and dad are there, my grandma's there, all my brothers are there, just too many distractions. So I was like, you know what, I'm just gonna, me and then two other students were like, you know what, let's go to, let's just move to Baltimore. Because that's where we planned to go to right, start you clinicals. Were, you were in that group that could have gone to Baltimore. Yeah. Right? So I was in that group that could have gone to Baltimore and he was like, let's, let's just rent out a house up there and then we just all focus and study together. So that was the plan. We went out there. We all did not study together. <laughs> we all did our individualized <laughs> studying. 
Um, and then yeah, took step one in Baltimore. Baltimore was fun. Did you fun. join? Did you join him, Alyssa? Yeah, coming from a Cali girl, born and raised, Baltimore was not fun. It was freezing. <laughs> like what? What part of California? I guess rewinding a little bit just for context. It was like L.A., California, like the uh, suburb California. of L.A. Uh, okay. So okay. I just. I'm more in my element here than I was in Baltimore. I She's would more say. of a suburb, a suburban. A suburban. <laughs> She's more of a suburban girl than I'm more of a city guy. So mm. we lived in Little Italy in Baltimore, like oh. right in the heart of so Great Mexican. Great Italian. You open our door, we had a pizza spot right there, and we were literally like at the end of Little Italy. So just a whole bunch of rows. Of Italian restaurants, it was great, but I don't know. From a suburban to a city life, <laughs> there's just I don't know. It's like the hustle and bustle, random people walking everywhere. There's a lot of pretty decent amount of homeless. There's like a few homeless people living like not directly in front of our house, but like a few blocks down. So when she definitely went there, she did not feel safe. Anything you want to add to that, Alyssa? <laughs> <laughs> now you you got it Cover. right. <laughs> I I definitely and I wouldn't say. When we went to New York, I felt like New York was a little more digestible. At least the part that we went to, or we stayed in. I don't know the part. Do you remember the part of New York that we were in? Yeah, we stayed in Chelsea, which was like the most up-and-coming. <laughs> it, it's like basically L.A. in a city. Well, I suburban that. L.A. in a city. Yeah, I yeah. liked that. Uh, Baltimore was a little bit rough. Like the Bronx. It was it was rough around <laughs> the edges. I didn't. I definitely didn't feel comfortable walking by myself. And I didn't have a car, so it was like added to that, and wasn't my I wasn't a big fan. So switching slightly a little bit, it was medical school at least dating somebody in medical school? What did you expect versus what reality. is it like? What's reality and versus what what did you expect? Hmm. I mean, I honestly did not know what to expect, but I would say that I was pretty. I wasn't shocked, but there is a lot of time studying and you have to be really patient of that so for me who was kind of like cooped up in the house didn't really go out by myself and then also had to have be with him while he was studying you know 12 hour days that was pretty difficult I did not expect you know that much time to be dedicated to studying I mean I'm glad because you guys save lives and all but it was, it was <laughs> we, don't, we don't end any lives <laughs> It was harder, definitely. I lived around my family in California, so coming with him to Baltimore was an adjustment. And we had to like work to find time to like spend with each other, and you know, just a little bit of quality time here and there. I felt really went a long way. But so, what kind of routine did you guys get yourselves in? Or do you have a routine to, I mean, to, I make, to make sure I you feel, get your quality like, time? Or oh, routine-wise for quality time, yeah. I, Dedicate. Sounds really. Twenty minutes. No, I, I dedicate <laughs> thirty minutes to an hour of actual quality time. So my def definition of quality time is completely different from her definition of quality time. I would be like, you know what, quality time would be like washing dishes together, cooking together, <laughs> or like watching TV together. And she's like, no, that doesn't count. I, mean, I can spot the problem. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he thinks chores is quality time. Yeah, no, it definitely, I felt like watching, you know, a show together isn't necessarily quality time, at least for me. I'm a talker. I really like want to engage and he was more so just wanting to chill out as soon as he was done studying, which is understandable, but 
Sports, think, sports, sports, sports. Oh my goodness, and the sports. It never ends. <laughs> He's one of those people, like, I could understand maybe, like, one week, you know, a, a sports game, we all get together, you know, rally socks and everything. But he's, like, could have, like, multiple TVs of different sports going on. I just don't understand that life. <laughs> I can't do that. So we definitely had to dial that down. I told him we can have one team, and I think it's the Boston... Celtics. Yeah, oh. basketball. Well, that was good for you, this... this uh... But she, see, she thinks it's, like, okay, one team, but it's, like, no, oh, no there's, that there's wasn't different good they sports. Lost. Like, okay, that's one team for NBA. Now we have MLB season, like... And then yeah. NFL season's gonna There's start. There's 120 games of MLB. Mm-hmm. And then, like, this weekend, we have F1 <laughs> racing going on. We're in, we're in London. It never ends. It never, it never ends. ends. <laughs> oh, my gosh. You yeah, know, definitely trying. It was, a, it was a process finding that routine. Because, I mean, I mean, obviously, I would be stressed. It's like, oh, my God, I feel like I need to study. Like, I'm not studying enough. And then she would want... <laughs> oh, my God, I'm scared to say this. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> No, it was, it was definitely a challenge, but I feel like we got, I got better at it. One, learning how to study and what works best for me instead of wasting time. And actually giving her that quality time. Definitely learning her love language was a challenge. Yeah, it's, it's helpful. Yeah. Um. <laughs> <laughs> what is y'all's routine? A Sunday is a, a day that Eric doesn't study, so it's oh. it's family day. I try to get, and we try to get home, if I'm not in clinic, and I try to get home in time to put the kids to bed. Yeah, and we got the switch for Christmas, so that's I his thing that. that he does with the kids I before bedtime. Play Mario Kart and I beat the kids. Yeah, <laughs> of course. And I teach them how to trash talk, so it's, mm -hmm. it's been going good. <laughs> <laughs> he thinks <Sorry>. it's going good. <laughs> but when your child says, I like your face, as opposed to <laughs> you're like, Okay, child. <laughs> She's trying. She's trying. <laughs> I'm going to ask Matt this question, but what do you think was his hardest rotation? Oh, you want me to answer. Okay. Because you get him to come home, you get him coming home and go talk, and then which is the one he was the hardest on him? Oh. <laughs> I'd, <laughs> say surgery. I'd say surgery. I, I mean, I think there were other ones that were a little bit more draining, but I think the schedule has been the hardest on you, and that would be with surgery. I could be wrong, but like, he wakes up at like 4 a.m. and leaves at like 5, so my opinion, I think that's probably... Fair enough. It's a long schedule. Yeah. I mean, I'm tired. And I'm, I mean, we're both in the surgery rotation right now, and I'm just tired mm -hmm. at the end of the day. So what would you say was the hardest one for you? Are we talking like academically wise or just like overall? Like, you can answer this however you want. You, you can answer all those things. <laughs> I mean, there's like I th hard I th with like you had a hard preceptor and then there's hard like I just struggled with the concepts. Okay, for me, hardest one in my opinion would have to be OB gun just because of the preceptor. Okay. But that one because she made us drive everywhere. We had she had like four different locations, so from driving an hour away and then forty five minutes away from that one in the same day and then coming back home. I feel like that one. Surgery wise, I honestly I enjoy surgery. I don't like the work the, the work life balance. It's horrendous. It's four AM to Sometimes I would be coming home at like 10 o'clock at night, and then if we're on call, then I'm coming, I'm going into the hospital at midnight. But Did you actually have to go in? Mm-hmm. Oh I had a few times. We ha I had like a fasciotomy. Oh, and like, like compartment syndrome? Yeah, oh. some guy got bit by a dog, 
and his leg was just like going to explode. Yeah, it was it was pretty intense, but it was awesome. <laughs> it was awesome. <laughs> and then like an emergency appendectomy, which wasn't too urgent, but still. But yeah, I got called in a few times at like 11 o'clock at night, and then I wouldn't come home till like one or two in the morning. But to me, I love being in the OR. It's just a different type of life. But do you think you have, would have control over that if you were, like, if you had your own practice or your group, you joined a group and you were a general surgeon, do you think that would be different? If I were to go to general surgery? Yeah, if you were a general surgeon. No. No. It'd be, it'd be the exact same. Like, I don't know. I, I love, like, don't get me wrong, I love surgery, but I don't think it's the best if you're trying to have a family. Like, I know there are some surgeons out there who do have kids and all, but to me, I wouldn't know how to handle that because the preceptor I had, he had in one day, like 12 surgeries in a day. And then after that, he still has to write all the notes on that. And then the next day he has clinic and he still has to like, he's still like behind from like two weeks ago's clinic's progress notes. And it's like, oh my God, like, and then, yeah. Just constantly working, constantly catching up and. Mm -hmm. No time for sleep. I don't know how he does it, but he literally just shuts his eyes in two minutes. All right, let's go. I'm just like, what? <laughs> yeah. So what did you start medical school thinking you were going to do? Originally, I was going to plan, my goal was to be an anesthesiologist. Is that still your goal? Right now I'm debating. Um, <laughs> I am fighting it. To be honest, step one is permitting it. Uh, step one score has really shut the door on a lot of yeah. things. Yeah. So I don't know. Right now, my goal is to do sports medicine. So, I don't know, I'm just gonna try to find different avenues to try to be in the OR as much as I can. Um, if Even if I can't be an anesthesiologist or surgeon. But like what kind of anesthesia? Because I mean, anesthesiologists can be like the gas guy in the, in the OR, but they can also be the pain clinic as well. Originally, I wanted, like you said, be the, be the gas guy. Like, I, I, to me, I like being in the hospital. Okay. In an outpatient clinic setting, it's, it's nice, but I feel like it gets old. You see the same thing. It That's, takes a special person to be in pain management. I don't yeah. think I could deal with that many cranky people. Mm -hmm. Or constantly in pain. Constantly in pain or are drug seeking. And so then you have to manage that. Yeah, try to convince them that their prescription of oxycodone should be reduced and it won't actually increase their pain level. So what do you do <laughs> while he's at rotations all day? Yeah, I mean, I work from home for a software company. Oh, okay. So that piece has been really nice because, you know, we moved from Baltimore to Georgia and we don't know where we're going next for residency. So knowing that I can work at home has been amazing. Mm -hmm. It also gets a little lonely, not going to lie, but I have my little puppy. So she um, keeps me somewhat sane. She's a little crazy. Just, just the one? <laughs> I, Matt was mentioning possibly getting the second one. She See? has puppy fever. I'm good. I have to deal with her all the time. <laughs> See, the tables have turned. She had puppy fever, and I was like, no, I don't think it's the best time. You know, I don't have time. And then we got one. And then now it's like, I want another one. She it's, needs a brother. Yeah, like a friend. What's <laughs> <laughs> it going to play with? Exactly. She yanks me. Well, she tries to yank me around on the leash. I take her out for walks. We go through power struggles. It. She's a lot. And I love her so much. She's my little baby. But I cannot do another dog. Imagine me in the morning when you're out trying to take both those dogs on both hands. They're going like, to trample me if someone walks <laughs> over. There's people in New York who do that for a living. You know? mm -hmm. like, they, they have like six dogs. I don't dogs. have the gains for that. <laughs> <laughs> I just don't. I don't know. I, I consider it. 
I told him I'd consider it, but once he starts residency, I think I just need her to calm down a little bit because she's, I'm afraid she's going to teach the other dog bad habits and we haven't fully gotten rid of her bad habits. Do you like your job? It's a good question. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it pays the bills and yeah, th thank you for paying the bills. Uh, <laughs> that's, that's really what it boils down to. I I guess a better way to ask that question, a more appropriate way of asking that question is like, if you had an op opportunity to do something else, what would you do? This is a great question. Um, <laughs> I have something that I've, I've been thinking about, but I would rather keep it in my head okay. because yeah. it's still being worked out. Okay. So. That's fine. But That's I good. do have dreams yeah. back there. <laughs> um, they will come to surface eventually. Yeah, it's a, it's a project in mind. We'll see how it goes. Well, I guess we'll look forward to that. Anyway. <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll, you two will be the first to know when it, when it happens. So residencies, are you looking at residencies already? Or are you oh, kind man. of just waiting until after step two to start? Like, No, that's no. a bad idea to wait it until is, after step but... two. No. Yeah, residency-wise, honestly, coming from California. So for me, born and raised California, went to college, undergrad in New York, and then went to the island, and then went to Baltimore, and then now here. Honestly, I love Georgia, specifically North Georgia. Yeah. It's just more outdoorsy. People here are so nice. It's cheaper. It's one thing we like here. Cheapest gas in the nation right now. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so goal is to stay in, 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 in New York, but yeah, goal is to stay in Georgia. See, this is the line he used. I was with Matt on Dr. Lomboy's rotation, but he left out the North Georgia portion. <laughs> I, I said North. <laughs> I said North Georgia. I well, okay. Well, I told Mrs. Longboy that I wanted to stay in Georgia. No, I, I told her North Georgia, and she was like, "What about Warner Robins?" I was like, "Yeah, I don't know. Like, <laughs> there's like, there are not that many food options." She she pulled out a whole like her oh. Rolodex of like restaurants. She's like, "What what type of food do you like? I'll show you this place. You got to go to this place." I was like, "Oh my god." <laughs> But I'm definitely trying to stay in Georgia. Have, have you visited the, the wine store in Perry? I have not yet, but I have. Let's go tomorrow <laughs> for our date, remember? <laughs> we have been to, what, the Perry... Farmer's Market. Farmer's mm -hmm. Market. We, I did actually buy some steak and, oh, some, okay. and some bone marrow from them. It's actually pretty good. Yeah, out of all the options you gave me, I've only been to one of them. <laughs> so you still got a list. Yeah, I still got some time to go. Yeah. yeah. So... Did you try and get it away rotation it? Currently, so I okay. I told Eric this, I think this past week. Sorry. <laughs> no, you're good. Yeah, I applied to, so far I've applied to seven of them and I've already got denied by three. Oh, that stinks. Yeah, it stinks. But I think it's partially on my fault too. I think I waited too long. So most of everything, like for November or October, or December, they're kind of like already filled. So I feel like if I would have maybe applied a month earlier, maybe I would have had some shots, but we still have four in pending, so we'll see. But if not, it's not the end of the world. It definitely stung. Yeah, well, but thankfully, um, thankfully, um, Gainesville has taken Trinity students. In the ED program. In the ED, but I mean, still, hopefully they're- Trinity friendly. Trinity friendly or yeah. putting forth- But there's like, good a, like, there's programs in like Atlanta, and, mm -hmm. and so there's a, even like, I think Athens and- For what? Family medicine. Mm -hmm. Yeah, there's there's Northeast, there's Wellstar, there's Floyd, there's Northside. I think like Tony went to one. MCG Augusta, okay. that's where he's at. Yeah, so I mean, there's still, so the thing that one of the downfalls of going to Trinity would be that 
so we have our connections on where we can like our affiliated hospitals like we can go to new jersey um arkansas arizona but if we're trying to get an away rotation and like if they're part of the vslo mm -hmm. that's like oh yeah so kind trying of to the wall there yeah it's like okay so like well star they're a part of vslo um mcg augusta they're a part of vslo oh and it's like I've reached out to program directors, and they're like, oh, yeah, just email this lady. They'll help you get in. No response. It's <laughs> just, like, completely ghost town. It's like, okay, but... It's a tough, it's a tough <laughs> battle, yeah. especially this time of the year, for sure. Yeah. Well, and you tried to get one in Michigan, and they just oh. weren't, they just were not helpful at all. No, they were, they were, like, at the very end, they're like, we're just not signing any more contracts of schools. Oh, wow. So, okay. Where have you got, have you, have you set up a way? I have two. I have um, Gainesville, Georgia... Uh, at Northeast, <laughs> Northeast Georgia Medical Center. Uh, that one I was happy to get. I mean, that one yeah. was on top, kind of higher on my list. Mm -hmm. Then I have one in Kansas City, Missouri. Okay, uh, nice. That, that one was through Clinician Nexus. Uh, that was kind of a spur of the moment, threw it out there, because I had applied to a similar program up in Michigan, didn't make it. Uh, it got shot down, like I just said. Mm -hmm. And so I was just looking through, and I was like, oh, look, there's a similar program in Kansas City, uh, Missouri. I guess I'll, you know, figure it out. You know, maybe I'll throw my hat in there and see what they say. I wasn't expecting them to say yes, to be honest. But. Gotcha. Or yeah. do, do you all plan to stay here in Georgia? I don't know. I, so I am trying. I haven't been as successful as I was hoping, but I'm, I've been trying to go through what it uh, Match a resident? Yeah, match a resident. And go through all the residency programs and then just kind of sort out by like cost of living in the area and benefits of each program mm -hmm. because we are a family and we want yeah. to like and so like obviously we can't afford miami so all of those residencies are out like, like there's programs that like a single person or just like two adults could mm -hmm. probably manage yeah but not six not people us. seven <laughs> we'll, we'll be seven by that point yeah six so, and so half. um <laughs> 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 so um I've been trying to go through that, but it seems like more southern states are probably going to be... I know we definitely are wanting to be in the southeast. Yeah, so, because Eric's parents relocated to Texas, my parents are going to relocate probably within the next three years. But they've been talking like Huntsville to... Alabama. Mm -hmm. Yeah, to somewhere in Tennessee, if you, so it's like... Yeah, they came and visited this last weekend, and my dad was talking, he's like, well, really, we just want to be driving distance within grandkids, so, mm -hmm. like, my sister's in Florida, and we're here, so, he was talking anywhere within, so, I don't know. But we, we don't know when your sister's going to go either. So. No, her husband graduates in May, and so they don't know where they're <laughs> they don't know where they're going either. So, is he so, also in school? No. He, no, it's like a theology. Yeah, some yeah. sort of pastor school. <laughs> I, I don't. I'm not trying to be like derogatory. No, I no, don't no. know what it's called. I don't know what it's called either, <laughs> to be quite honest. But so I don't know. Gainesville is pretty high up there because it does have decent pay, and mm -hmm. then it has good benefits. Yeah. And yeah. it is a nicer part of Georgia. Yes, it is. Yeah. That's actually my number one tip. <laughs> That's why I'm, 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 I'm really crazy for getting that. Like, that you haven't really, like, you guys have actually probably visited North Georgia, like, visited, yeah. visited. I've been, I've driven through it to get to mm -hmm. Chicago, mm -hmm. and then I stopped to help Seth with his house. So mm -hmm. I only really saw the inside of a construction zone. Gotcha. Uh, so I haven't really seen North Georgia beyond that. So. Mm -hmm. 
It's beautiful. It's completely different from here. Very well, in that I'm on a hiking group, which I have never actually gone on a hike with anybody in the hiking group, but on all the hikes are over in that way. <laughs> so, I mean, that's where the, um, the Appalachian Trail starts. So, it's just more lakes, it's more hikings, um, a lot more things to do outdoors. It seems what? greener. It is a lot greener, yeah. um, more populated, kind of. In, in Gainesville, kind of not. I feel like there's just more food options. That's my main thing. Food <laughs> well, it's within 30 minutes of Atlanta, so. Yeah. Yeah, that yeah. makes sense. But her, her, Alyssa's, I call her her aunt, but it's technically it's her cousin. Anyway, she lives up in North Georgia. She lives up in Dawsonville. So we visited her a few times and she's just been showing us around. She's originally from California, but they've been living here for... 10 years. 10, yeah, about a 10 years. A little bit over, actually. Maybe 15 years now. And they've just grown to love it and they've just been showing us all of their spots and where to go. And you know, every time we visit up, go on that way, we always try to visit like a different town, so... Mm -hmm. Last time we were up there, we went to Alpharetta, and then the time before that, we checked out Gainesville. Um, we checked out Milton. I yeah, mean, which Milton, is technically which is Alpharetta. Technically Alpharetta um, the city of Cumming. Um, but yeah, anywhere up there, it's it's just really gorgeous up there. And then you're 30 minutes away from the airport. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's kind of a nice little. That's one thing I don't like. One of the things I don't like about this area is being like two hours away from an airport. I used to, we grew up in Vancouver where 15, 20 minutes got, to, got us to Portland Airport. And <clears throat> forgot how much of an inconvenience that can be. Yeah. <laughs> to, yeah. you, know, you want to go somewhere, it takes you two hours to get to the airport to just start your trip. Mm -hmm. so. so no plans to go back to Portland? No. 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 Um, I only have like a sister out there, but we're too busy trying to convince her to Move come here. come down here. Yeah. So... Yeah, most most of our family is leaving the Northwest. I, I, it's again, Northwest is beautiful. It's got a lot of things to do, a lot of hiking, great climate. I mean, maybe not the climate that Alyssa would like, <laughs> but <laughs> I like it hot. It, yeah, it's a little hue. It's a little temperate it's a, and yeah. not cold. Like we don't get like a lot of snow, but it's definitely like hangs out in the fifties and sixties for a long time. It's perfect weather. <laughs> it's it's great hiking weather. Mm -hmm. But and we really we like living there. I mean, obviously you got like the giant mountains. You have Mount Hood, Mount St. Helens. That you driving up and down the the road, you just see it. You know, sunrise and whatnot. So we do kind of miss that. But there are things that have kind of pushed us away from the area. Yeah. Well, and cost of living there has just skyrocketed. Yeah. Skyrocketed. Like our house is twice our previous house is t worth quote unquote twice as much as when we bought it. Which is it's not it's not. It's not really much. anything. Mm -hmm. Yeah, like even my parents' house, like we built it up a little bit, but and the medium income of the neighborhood is like sixty thousand, and like they sell houses for four hundred thousand, five yeah. you know, five hundred thousand. Like, who can afford mm -hmm. <laughs> to live in these houses? Um, and they're not like mansions or anything like that. Mm -hmm. It's a suburban neighborhood. Um, so I don't know. Uh, <laughs> maybe maybe one day we might head back there just to visit or something. But, yeah. Um, Getting back to, I guess, rotations. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> no, it's fine. No, it's fine. Well, what do you think has been your favorite rotation, Matt? Probably surgery. Just because... <laughs> so, like, okay, surgery has its downfalls, obviously, that would be the hours. But the pros about it is, I mean, 
for me, I, he, my preceptor allows me to be very hands-on. Like I can actually cut patients. Um, <laughs> is it the vascular or is it the general? Both general and vascular. So this was, I just finished my first week of vascular and she was like, oh, you had blah, blah, blah. Okay, cool. You can do, you can do this. You can help me with this, this, and this. Um, let's see what the great blah, blah, blah taught you. <laughs> I was like, oh my God, oh, man, pressure. Awesome. Yeah. So like this past, when was it? Was it yesterday? Probably the day before. I just did my first um, above the knee amputation and she let me do like, she let me saw it off and everything. And I was like, oh my God, this is so cool. <laughs> <laughs> you played like, the foot at the end. Yeah. <laughs> Just kidding. Uh, we don't literally. do that in the OR. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> There's a reason I'm not in the medical field. Yeah. I can't handle that. But stuff. no, it, it was awesome. She was like, get this man a bovie. Let him like follow exactly what I'm doing. I was like, okay, cool. And like, she was like, you, have you ever done this before? I was like, yeah. I'm when I have never done it before. And she was oh, like, okay, I like cool. it. I like the, the confidence mm -hmm. there. But yeah, the definitely <laughs> surgery has been like the most enjoyable just because of how hands-on and I feel like I've learned that about myself like I like procedures so it's going to be kind of hard going family medicine when it's very I'm a little hurt you didn't say internal medicine but that's okay I mean we do <laughs> internal like what procedures because even like say if you're a nephrologist like you're not actually putting the AV fistulas like you're just and they're not even hooking them up to hemodialysis it's the nurses that's doing it mm. So you're going to go family med to sports med? Family med and, to sports med. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I guess you can be a cardiologist, so that's different. I, I don't want to... I mean, I know I've said this before. I feel like a mean person, but like my experience with sports med has always been like 85-year-old people that just get shots all the time. So that's not my goal. <laughs> <laughs> Hopefully one day I will be the sports physician for the Atlanta Braves or some sports team. But MLB. No. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but that's another thing that's why um, Northeast, like, I, that's like my top just because they have a sports medicine fellowship and part of their curriculum is like, you know what, day one, like you and someone else are assigned a local high school team and you're required to follow them throughout the whole years. Oh, that's fun. Yeah. And it's like, what? Okay. We can be on the football team. Well, I'm the doctor <laughs> for the team. Okay, cool. Concussions yeah. all day. So, it's yeah. pretty cool though. What has been your favorite rotation so far? I think IM was definitely one of my favorite. I think with Dr. Lomboy, like he pushed me a lot. Mm -hmm. like I, I feel like I, I learned the most with Dr. Lomboy in IM. With Dr. Morales, uh, Morales uh, in my pulmonology rotation, I got to learn a lot, got to be a lot more hands on, and I got the, like a week long ICU rotation. So, like, that was a good learning experience anyway. I, I, I didn't do anything really in the ICU, I just like, saw a lot of things. I've been enjoying my ortho a little bit, it's been kind of hit and miss. Like, mm -hmm. I generally like rotations where they let you go see the patient by yourself. Mm -hmm. And you can talk to them and you can figure out what's what's going on. And then you can come back and or maybe don't figure out what's going on. And just come back and report back like a, a jumble of <laughs> random information. Like, so what's going on? No idea. Uh, like, uh, <laughs> <laughs> they're broken and they need to be fixed. I, yeah. <laughs> I think on Monday, my first day of vascular, she, she asked me a question. 
and I just threw something out there and she was just like, oh, that's cute, but no, that's totally wrong. And I was like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> I, I like general surgery to an extent. Like I, I felt like we spent a lot of time in, in complete silence, which, because I feel like our surgery rotation was kind of night and day. Mm -hmm. I watched you guys running around like crazy mm -hmm. and having tons of cases and like I would be checking out at like two o'clock and you guys would be like, oh, we're only halfway done. Yeah. And <laughs> I never saw you guys like in the lounge at all. Like you guys would pass through the surgeon's lounge, but like well, our main place was the patio. So if oh. we're doing, if we have to write notes or waiting for, See, yeah, they wrote notes. Like you, I didn't even touch not... a computer. Really? I mean, I, I touched a computer to look up patients, but mm -hmm. I never type a note. Yeah, no. For we had to write progress notes, post-op day notes. Um, it's crazy. That's like, awesome. Even he would like be logged logged into his computer. He's like, all right, just order whatever you want. And we're like, what? <laughs> <laughs> Which was kind of crazy. And there was one part when, you know, one in one of my progress notes, I was like, oh, start patient on Norco five three twenty five milligrams PO key four. And one of the nurses put Norco underneath my name, and I was like, oh no, this is not good. Like, <laughs> I had like, my first opioid like without even a license. <laughs> You got a DEA number. Yeah, I, was, I was like, uh, hey doc, like, um, what do I do about this? Should I just transfer it to you? And he's like, 100% transfer it. I was like, oh, thank God. <laughs> I mean, to be fair, like, the, probably one of my best days in uh, general surgery was when we sat down and Dr. Neum already sat down with us and he was like, let's talk about appendicitis. And mm -hmm. then he just like ran through from top to bottom. I was yeah. like, man, this is pretty awesome. Like, kind of getting, not really pimped, but like just really being taught and being pushed to learn stuff. Whereas like we were pushed to learn some things, but it was a different environment. Mm -hmm. I got the impression that Nehemiah was very positive, like encouraging. That's individual. from day one. He was like, hey, like my, I only like a positive atmosphere. Like if you have any negativity, like leave it out. If you see me being negative, try to lift me up and bring your positivity. Cause like, I remember in some days when he was just like struggling, he was like, Matt, tell me something good. I was like, um, <laughs> um, my dog pooped. Okay, oh, cool. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> but it was an it was a great experience with him, to be honest. You love the robot. I do. No, not really, to be honest. I feel like I like nobody it, like nobody like being there in I was, the robot. Yeah, if I was getting taught how to use the robot, definitely, just because. I mean, watching him on the robot, I was like, wow. Just all, he was just like, like so, so intense and like he just made it look so easy. Like, I think I spoke to a few other students mm -hmm. where I think they were with urology and they also used the Da Vinci. Oh, okay. And I think they did a few, I forgot what procedures they were, but the procedure that Dr. Namardi would do in like 20 minutes, the urologist would take in like two hours. And I was like, oh, wow. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeesh. Yeah. But the robot's cool if you learn how to do it. But I did enjoy like closing, suturing, taking pictures for the robot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there was a, and I felt like the robot. It was cool to, for like the first maybe week or so. And then like, oh man, look at this cool robot. And then it's like it just became like this chore mm -hmm. of like one person, you know, had to scrub in and move the arms while like the other person was just like, I am sitting down for this entire two hour procedure that I'm not watching a hernia repair again. And then of course, moving the arms sometimes is kind of fraught with like being yelled at a little bit. For oh, 100%. Better. 
<laughs> pass it underneath the arms, yeah. over the arms. And it's like, what do you want me to do? Mm-hmm. Don't drop it. Don't. <laughs> it's like, okay. Why is it taking so long? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I remember that I was, I wasn't scrubbed into a case, but I was just sitting and I was the picture person. So I'm sitting next to it and one of the nurses just looks at me and she's like, you need to take three steps back. You're too close. And I was like already like five feet away from sterile field. I was like, oh my God. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Well, I don't know what's wrong with you, but, but yeah. Yeah, I definitely have, have had those. Let's cut that out. No, it's <laughs> I've had, I mean, I've had similar experiences where like you want to like do, you want to do your job. Like our job in the morning was to make sure that our gloves were on the table. Mm-hmm. And I, like, but I don't want to approach this sterile field with the gloves because they always would yell at me for any, getting close to anything. And yeah. just like, but how do I get my gloves on the table? And it, it, it was a, like a good learning experience. Like towards the end, we were doing a lot more. We were, and we were trying to work with the anesthesiologist a little bit. We would never intubate the patient, but we would like observe them do the intubations. Mm-hmm. We would do the foleys. We would clean the patient up, get them ready for the surgery. So like that part was kind of nice. Having our own patients around on that was kind of nice. So unless they died, in which case that was less nice, but... I think in my road, I think I only had one patient expire. So nice clinical word. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> R.I.P., but... Yeah, it sucks, but it happens. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, definitely surgery has been... No, it's not regency bias, right? Like, so surgery is the most recent oh, rotation. Um, I mean, I, I, I no, understand I OBGYN overall... was not your favorite. I think um, overall it was the most okay. most engaging. I, it was the most fun. <laughs> I felt like you can agree or disagree with this, but I felt like one of the most challenging things of surgery it wasn't always like a, what you know. Mm-hmm. Like internal medicine was like, what do you know about this? And you can you can go back and read about it. With surgery was like you got to know, but you also have to visualize and you have to do it with your hands. Mm-hmm. And that was probably the hardest. Like actually doing something <laughs> like because a lot of times you know medicine we just sit back and talk to the patient and we go back and type on our computers and then nurses carry out our orders and yeah whereas surgery is like throw this stitch and it's like hmm <laughs> <laughs> don't don't button the the skin don't you know it's like wow well, like all this mode of memory you just haven't used i don't know i don't know what your background is i'm not sure if you picked up suturing super quick or for me i think my only comp most complicated thing with suturing is being caffeine jacked up my hands are so shaky <laughs> but i try i don't know whenever i tried like today when she asked me to throw this suture i was like sure yeah i know how to do that i feel like uh, i feel like it yes it can cause some harm to the patients but like the the preceptors they're watching you so it's like mm-hmm. okay you know what i'm just gonna try even though i don't know how to do this like it's it was basically like watch me do one and then you do one so do you feel like that um, that strategy works well like because i like the yes i can do it and then you you try to do it and i don't want to say you're a liar but (laughs) do i think it works in some situations i feel like it just depends on what the situation is because i remember in one time in clinic we were just removing sutures from this lady's knee and I thought they're observable sutures, so I was like, okay, just cut them out. But anyways, they weren't, and I wasn't. I cut the tail off of it, but I, there's still a suture in there, 
and Dr. Namardi yelled at me. He was like, who did this? Like, so he had to dig into the patient's knee and take it out. So, and from that aspect, like maybe not the best idea to go, like best idea to like ask for forgiveness instead of, you know? I guess. So. Cause I feel like in orthopedics and in a lot of surgical specialties, there's a lot of like confidence, like fake it till you make it, like pseudo confidence that you have to project in order for your preceptors or your surgeons to be like, yeah, sure, you go ahead and do it. At least with orthopedics, like my first preceptor, Dr. Phillips, showed me a couple knee injections. Mm-hmm. And because they asked me, like, have you ever done any injection? I'm like, no, but I'm happy to try. And I want to do whatever you want, want me to do. So they showed me a few times. It was a little nerve wracking at first because he was like, okay, now take, the, take this needle, go in that room and tell the patient you're just going to do it. I'm like, oh, okay, you're, like, you're not going to watch me? And he's like, nah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You're like, all right. Uh, and I'm not going to lie. I, I, I think I screwed up one. Because uh, mm-hmm. like, they're like, okay, when you get it in there, it's supposed to go in real easy. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, okay, cool. And like one of them like, man, You had some really resistance. Hard. You're just like, <laughs> <laughs> you can't hurt the patient. Oh, I think I'm in bone. And I, oh, no. no. <laughs> well, you can't, so you can't hurt them and do any harm, thankfully. Like, mm-hmm. But yeah, like, it seemed like the more confident you are, the more mm-hmm. they just let you do stuff. So like, there's other surgeons in the practice who will just watch me the entire time. Uh, and I wonder if it's like, he doesn't have the confidence, so we're not going to let him do it. Yeah. So yeah. I, I admire at least the confidence to be like, yeah, I can do this. I, f- I feel like I do that with a lot of stuff, though. I'm just like, yeah, I know how to do it. And then I'm just like, okay, I can just figure it out. But <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, recently I've been doing that. It's like, yeah, I can do that. And they're like, okay, cool. Say it with your chest. And it's like, I can do it. <laughs> I do want, um, and then probably wrap, wrap this up a little bit, but like, what are your, I'm going to go five-year goals because that should put them past residency. Oh, we're talking personal statement now. We just finished that. Five-year goals, but he already talked about both like, of you guys. wanting to get a fellowship, so he won't be out of <sighs> school. <laughs> Ten-year goals. Thank you, Karen. <laughs> but both of you. Do you want Alyssa to go first? Sure, I ahead. feel like our goals are pretty yeah. aligned. Like they're kind of the same, except for I'm not in medical school. So, but I think their personal goals are pretty aligned. So, ten year goals. He said five. Sorry. <laughs> okay, we can go five year goals. Five year goals. Unless um, it includes fellowship, and then go ten. <laughs> so five year goals. Um, definitely marry the love of my life. Um, we do plan to have some children, hopefully be in residency by that time and finishing up and going into a sports medicine fellowship. Also been considering either doing the Air National Guard or joining the Air Force to help financially wise, specifically for like undergrad loans. And ultimate goal is just to stay here in Georgia, but 10 years down the line, hopefully build our dream house here. Yeah. It's pretty straight. Can you add anything to that? I concur. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, but 10-year yeah. goals also, I definitely want to open up my own direct primary care office. Oh, so direct basically, primary care. Yeah, okay. you basically just cut off the cut out the insurance and... Yeah, and the patients pay you a premium. Mm-hmm. You basically have a monthly fee. And then also want to do that. Also want to start a podcast, but specifically for... News to me. <laughs> what do you mean? News to you. You knew about this. Okay. Anyway, start a podcast. And then along with that podcast, I definitely do want to f- um, found a nonprofit for 
specifically for children who have suffered TBIs in their families. And then also, I wanna be associated with the hospital and like be their main wound care guy. Oh, interesting, okay. Yeah. Forgive me for not knowing what TBI stands for. Traumatic brain injuries. Thank you. It's <laughs> 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 okay. There's so many acronyms. There's so many acronyms. Because you have a personal connection to that, right? Yeah. So when I was 10 years old, so I have two older brothers, they're twins. They're, so when I was 10, they were 12. We had some motorized scooters. They're called go-peds back in the day. Anyways, we were riding down, down this wash and it was a windy day and in California. We do have some tumbleweeds. So, but by during those times, we weren't really wearing like the necessary helmets. We were just wearing like skateboard helmets, not like motorcycle helmets. My other brother, Ryan, went down, went down the wash with racing some other friends. And then I stood behind my other brother, Aaron. And a tumbleweed got locked up in his front brakes and he basically flipped forward, landed on his head, just completely knocked out, lost of consciousness. He had to get airlifted to one of the nearby hospitals. He basically flatlined on the table and they had to, they survived, he survived, but he, he was in the ICU for four months and basically oh, had man. to, yeah, he had to like relearn how to walk, talk, poop, eat, like everything. Oh, wow. So, and then during that time, like I was too young to even see him. So I was always at home, like trying to figure out what to do, like, and I just felt so helpless. So now I want to basically pay it back and help other families and children at that age, basically. So yeah, that's that's my that's my story. Okay, no, that's that's good. What are your ten-year goals? Feel <laughs> <laughs> like he's trying to turn it back on us. <laughs> Not all about me. No, it's fine. Honestly, I think I, w I would like to be in a practice, hopefully with some partners. I, I, I've never had a dream to own my own business. That's not really something I like. Like, I, I understand business aspects and whatnot. I just don't want to deal with the day-to-day -day hiring, firing, insurance contracts, all that nonsense. I just kind of want to do my see my patients and then go home. So, uh, depending on, I guess, where I end up in medical school. So, like, if I end up in orthopedics, you know, I want to be in a big practice with a few different pr partners because mm -hmm. I feel like if you have partners, you don't have to work as hard. You mm -hmm. cover for each other. Your call days aren't that bad. You're, you don't have to be on call weeks and weeks at a time. So, and orthopedics has the benefit of those, like, not that many true orthopedic emergencies. So even when you are on call, you're not like having to rush out at midnight. Yeah. But if I'm in internal medicine or cardiology, then it's really just like, I just want to be in a practice where I can see my patients, be at home at a reasonable hour. I know my dream of interventional cardiology kind of can damp right that a little bit because there actually are true cardiac emergencies. Mm -hmm. But again, having partners where you're, your work is more predictable mm -hmm. relatively. Like, if you, you know, like, this is my call week, then I know I'm going to be busy. But the next week after that, all you got to do is round my patients and see my, my clinic, then that's fine. I can do, I can live with that. And then as far as family, like, I'm going to be done with diapers, you know? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> paying down some of the debt. This is, like, really, I know, really sad goals. Maybe it's sad, I don't know, but, like, vacations. You know, oh, actually, having, <laughs> actually having some vacations. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, we haven't had such luck since we've been married. We went on our honeymoon and then the one vacation that we did plan. We took time off vacation time for every baby. That's, that's, that's <laughs> not a vacation. <laughs> it's like the quality time alone. <laughs> but our one vacation got, yeah, got uh, my 
grandma passed away during that, so that ended mm-hmm. up being me flying out to Texas. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, we a, an actual vacation would be nice. Yeah, and uh, we don't have any, like, crazy... Well, we would like to be in a forever home. Yeah, I at, mean... By that until... point, what and what that looks like, we're not sure just yeah, yet. Yeah, we, we know it's a bigger kitchen than what we presently have. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> probably a couple extra rooms for so the kids don't have to bunk up as much. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it makes the land. Yeah. She just keeps saying land, idea. but then I have to mow the land. We'll get you a riding lawnmower. <laughs> That's what I want. He wants it. A nice John Deere, you know? It's like a vacation, though. Just <laughs> See, I wouldn't mind just having a nice John Deere and just going out and just put headphones on. Yeah, I don't know if more kids are in a... Obviously, we have one kid on the way. I'm not sure any more beyond that are really in our future. What number of... You mentioned kids. What number? I want four, and he's pretty... I want four too, but I do. But the only problem is I want, I want three girls, one boy. She wants four. I mean, she wants three boys, one girl. Well, the beautiful thing about that is you don't decide. Yeah, I know. Just about to say. Technically, he does. Well, he does, but he doesn't actually get to decide. (laughs) Yeah. I apologize. This is too personal, but like during residency or after or during residency, no. Yeah, I'm trying to get them out fast. (laughs) 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 No, it makes sense to get most of the kids out of the way at the the same... I mean, we did the same thing. Mm -hmm. You get out out of diapers faster. You start getting asked questions like, do you have a PlayStation or Xbox? You know, anything else you could be doing besides making babies? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, no. But, no, if you get a good residency, they do have paternity leave. That is... They do have paternity (laughs) leave. They do have paternity leave. And PTO. So. I guess you would know. You've been doing all my research for me, which mm-hmm. has been great. Well, I'm, I'm not as far as I was hoping I would be. Still, but. <laughs> so much further ahead than where I would have been. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, we're past an hour. We should probably yeah. well, curb it. Yeah, well, thank you guys for coming. and Thank you for uh, having us. Thank you. Thank you again for listening to our podcast, Med Family. And again, a special thank you to Matthew Ferrer and his significant other, Alyssa Espinoza. It was a great time chatting with you guys and long overdue. If you like our podcast, please feel free to rate it on iTunes. You can listen to us on any of the major podcast platforms, Amazon, iTunes, Spotify, etc. If you have any questions, please check us out at MedFamilyMD on Instagram. Karen does curate that and look into any questions and messages we get, so sometimes we like to try to respond to anyone who respond um, asks us questions there. Anyway, until next week, you guys have a good week.